we were honest with one another, which is a big thing, I think, today, because when he asked me what I liked, I told him what I liked. If something I didn't like, I told him I didn't like it. And as I always said through our whole marriage, it's the little things that keep us together. It's the big Mm -hmm. things. We can handle any big thing. Take a girl and a guy, and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it, And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is their podcast, Couples Synergy. Welcome back to another episode of Couples Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. I'm Dr. Ray. And I'm Jean. And this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. Check us out online at couplesynergy.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couples Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experiences with working with thousands of couples for over 15 years. You know, every day we get to our intimate details about a couple's celebrations, disappointments, and everyday challenges. We've often wished these stories were shared because we know we are more similar than different. And so we've created not only an avenue where you can hear about people's intimate lives, but an atmosphere where people come over to our home pub pour a drink, and share their stories. People like today's guests, John and Debbie, thank you very much for being on our podcast. Well, thank you. You're welcome. So this is going to be a a very special podcast here today because I think to date, you guys are the longest married couple that we have interviewed. Hmm. Wow. How exciting. It is exciting. (laughs) (laughs) And we're still here to talk about it. (laughs) And on top of that, a little personal note, right? It's my Uncle John. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So before we get to your story, can you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves? How old are you? Uh, How long have you guys been together? And what do you do for a living? I am 63 years old. And let's see, what else? How long are you married? (laughs) Oh, going to be 44 years. So, and we've known each other for about mm, one, one and a half years before we got married. Mm -hmm. Close to two. And what do you do for a living? What do I do for a living? I'm an insurance analyst working for a software company. All right. Thank you. Chat. And I'm about uh, 64 years old, uh, retired with a part-time job. We have three kids. Of course, we're married 43 years. I known Deb before it, but I was dating someone else at the time. And she ended up to be the one I went the rest of my life with. So, Can you guys tell us the story of how you met? Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. I had a girlfriend and he was dating her. And every time I saw him, I just thought, well, he he would be a nice catch. You know, he's very, very gentleman-like, uh, holding doors, taking care of people, always had a smile on his face. And... So I don't know how much detail we can go. I guess we could go into it. There was a party that was going on on the south side of Chicago. He was dating her. And that night, it was a terrible night because they were involved in a train accident. He lost his best friend. And this girl ended up in the hospital. She had a concussion. She was in there for about three months. And when she came out, she just was a totally different person, very demanding, very selfish, very uh, into herself. And needless to say, this was during the early 70s, 73, and there was a gas shortage going on. 
And because his car was totaled in the accident, I drove him to the hospital maybe three, four times a week because she was my friend. I wanted to see her and it was his girlfriend. So I did the nice thing and we drove all the way down to the University of Chicago. And as while she was there, you know, recuperating and stuff, she just, she changed, probably from the concussion, but don't know for sure. And how old were you guys at that time? I was 19. I was 18. I was first year out of of high school. College. Uh, Well, yeah, college. I went to college for one year. (laughs) That to me is not college. (laughs) <laughs> that was practice. So, I mean, you could... Well, she was unconscious for the first month. Deb used to volunteer all the time to take me down there, and that, which was very nice of her. She was dating somebody else, but nothing regular at the time. By the time we were, we had a lot, the ride was about an hour ride. So we got to talking the whole ride. We really got to like one another. We did before, but you got to know a little more personal about one another. And when Joanne... Ended up to where she got to the point where I couldn't take it anymore. I called her. We went on a date to see uh, The Exorcist, which was her third (laughs) time going to see it. (laughs) So needless to say, she really didn't didn't pay too much attention to the movie. and She just sat there (laughs) wanting to leave. Uh, That was our first date, basically. So I made it up to her by taking her out for uh, a movie, which was What's Up, Doc? What's Up, Doc? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, a better movie to, to go see. <laughs> Except when we went to the movie, I locked my keys in the car, and Grandpa, my dad, had to come get us and open the car. <laughs> so, so that was another fiasco, but it worked out. You didn't chase her off. No, no. I stuck. <laughs> How did you guys know you were a couple? It didn't take very long. No. Um, everything was natural. You know, yes. every time you're with her, it was just fun. You just wanted to be around her, so that for me anyway. We laughed, we talked, we would stay up till four o'clock in the morning talking to one another on the phone. phone. He'd come over to the house, we'd sit on my stairs, we would just sit there and talk till the wee hours of the morning. Crazy thing is, went back, you know, went in, went to bed for two hours, got up, went to work. Did the same thing the next night. We just talked and talked. Well, the big thing was we were 30 miles apart as far as distance was, Mm -hmm. so... You know, it's it was funny to drop her off and then go home and then get back on the phone. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that in your car back then. No, right? well, <laughs> I, well, I could, but it didn't go through. <laughs> I, I had the rotary, you know. <laughs> That's a long wire. <laughs> so, so you didn't like ask her to go steady or? No, we, I was never. I was never really into the steady thing. Mm-hmm. We were young, you know, and you just were expecting to go out a couple times, have some dinners, you know, and then uh, it just seemed to escalate into this is the one that I want to be with for a little while longer and then longer. And then finally it got mm-hmm. to the point where I just went up to her and says, hey, will you marry me? <laughs> that was the proposal? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Basically. So how, how long were you guys together before that happened? Less than a year. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty quick. Yeah. 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 I, I kind of. But you kind of know. Yeah. I, well, we kind of knew. Our, our interests were very similar. It was just fun to be around. Mm-hmm. We always talked about family, and her family was very nice, and my family was okay. <laughs> she put up with a lot with my family. The but. thing is, I want to say, we were honest with one another, which is a big thing, I think, today, because when he asked me what I liked, I told him what I liked. If something I didn't like, I told him I didn't like it. I mean, 
And he, you kind of remember that about one another. I mean, there were no lies. The trust was there, mm-hmm. right there up front, you know. And I think that's a big part because even, well, to this day, there's, you know. Well, to take it back to the dating, you got to understand in that car ride for an hour, you got to know somebody, you know. So I knew a lot about her before we even dated. Mm-hmm. So that helped a lot mm-hmm. in the way our relationship formed after, you know, we I broke up with the other girl. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's another thing that doesn't really happen anymore, where people get to know each other first. Yeah, right. that, I, you know, I always mm-hmm. told the kids that, and it never seemed to sink in. No. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a very good example of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because I think you and my dad are 16 years apart. No, we were uh, 14. 14. So, you know, my parents had the traditional... My mom stayed home, had kids, he mm-hmm. worked. Right. And and I think most of your siblings had that. Uh, yes, they all did. Uh, but but all you guys them, didn't. No, no. We did. Oh, you were home? Oh, yeah, home. we had okay. our kids right away. So Right. Uh, so that was, yeah. So yeah. she stayed home for the first 10 years, at least. And then she got part-time jobs and okay. in the evenings. Six years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over six. Okay. Six years. And, I, uh, I remember the day you came to our house when you guys had first gotten engaged. Well, they oh, had yeah. the party at your house. Yeah, yeah. I remember because yeah. we didn't know you yet. That's right. And you walked into the kitchen. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Good days. <laughs> Happy days. You know, I was probably like 10 or something, <laughs> nine or 10. Some, yeah. <laughs> so the proposal was within one year of yes, dating. Correct. And yes. so it was just kind of that casual type of proposal. Well, or? it was a thought, you know, that we both asked one another kind of. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't really a the finale. <laughs> uh, right. I did, you know, take her to a restaurant nice and hand her the ring and mm-hmm. well, I handed her the box. Like nothing into her. You know, <laughs> there was nothing in the box. There was nothing in the box. No, I was wearing it. I was wearing it. So I handed her. We was a nice, we used to go to a place that was called Elliot's Pine Log Inn. Mm-hmm. It was a nice rustic type atmosphere, real quiet, mm-hmm. tablecloths, napkins, you know, cloth napkins, all shot. And it was one of our favorites. So we were sitting there one night and I, I asked her to marry me and I handed her the box and she screams like, oh, and real loud. And everybody in the restaurant is looking now, you know. <laughs> okay, great. And uh, she opens it up and she went from, oh, to, oh. <laughs> it was like there was nothing in it, you know. Not even a cigar band. <laughs> right. So I reached for it. I said, well, let me see that a second. And it was on my finger. Uh-huh. And then. Everybody, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. go away. <laughs> did you get down on one knee? No. No? No. It was across the table. Okay. But he did ask my father. Oh, let's hear that story. That was interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, we took him out for uh, dinner. <clears throat> and afterwards, we stopped at a, uh, oh, what was the name of that? Halakahiki. Halakahiki. And it's a drink, Polynesian drink place. You know, you sit at the palm trees and stuff like that. And you mm-hmm. have a few different drinks and I finally got up enough courage with a few drinks and I'm looking right at him. I said, Dad, do you mind if I marry your daughter? And he goes, what? <laughs> and it's like, no. it was just a question, what? It wasn't Remember, he was mad. My mother's hard of hearing. So she right. goes, Leo, didn't you hear him? <laughs> that was after my second time. So you're with them him. by yourself. Yeah. Well, no, but I was, was there. You she was there. there. Yeah. It was after I proposed to her, so I was hoping he said yes. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't have been a plan. <laughs> no re- return good. policy. No, it was no return. return. Yeah, here. So, <laughs> so then we we got the okay, and then a few months later, uh, we found out we were pregnant. So we had to move the wedding up, 
And we had to tell the parents again. <laughs> that was a fun time. And so what we did was we got all four parents together. It's the Zender way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, I mean, we might have been one of the first. Uh, what an example. The, the original. Everybody. Trendsetter. Yeah. Well, I heard from my brothers and sisters that it could have happened to us. And I'm, yeah, right. Well, why didn't it? You know? <laughs> no, it happened to us instead. Well, we got the parents together all in my, my house where I was living and... Uh, my dad's response to it was, how does that happen? <laughs> and my response was, you had seven. <laughs> and he didn't like that too much. <laughs> That's funny. Our wedding date, our original wedding date was set for September 27th. Mm-hmm. And then when we found out we were pregnant, we had um, we pushed it up to June 1st. How long was the engagement then? About a month. No. <laughs> was, it, was, it, was it a month? It was a few months. It was a few, the I, funny, November? Yeah. October, November, I got yeah. engaged. So I don't know the it was date. a couple months after that. Yeah. I got me engaged too. in October, November. Right. Yeah. My mother in law did slap me on the backside of the head and said, The honeymoon's over. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed. <laughs> did, did that experience change you guys? You know, I no. had. No. Because no. I got pregnant, no. right? And I wasn't married. And mm-hmm. it really was very difficult to keep being Catholic <laughs> and well, have all that yeah. judgment. And yeah. you know what I mean? So, and I know it's, it had to even be worse at the time that you guys were going through that. Well, but, not really. I mean, I, the being Catholic thing is is always a sticky situation. It's it's something you really don't discuss. It's, it's a religious thing. And mm-hmm. I don't really discuss a lot of it because I get in trouble all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we were very much good friends. Uh, we were lovers and... We were going to get married anyway, so. And we said, if people won't accept us, we'll move away. I mean, we were ready to just leave. Well, we knew it was going to happen one way or another, so. Right. Were you afraid that you guys no, weren't going to get some accepted? For some reason, no. No. Okay. No, I mean, we were all. 20 and 20. Actually, we were just shy. So I was 20. She was 19. Um, it just, everything fell into place. It just worked out. One of my friends, it, it, it drove me crazy because... We were married uh, maybe 25 years, and she says, oh, you had to get married. No, I did not have to get married. Don't tell me I had to get married. Mm-hmm. You know, I loved him from the start. This is my life. This is what I wanted, and this is what we chose. And she's We could have had marriage. an abortion. I mean, right. you know, it was out there back then, down Michigan Avenue or whatever. You know, they were out there, those mm-hmm. places. Yeah, but and we when you get married no. for the wrong reason, you don't last. Anyways. Exactly. Yeah. So we said, no, we're going to stay together. We're going to fight. And we're going to do this. How'd you find out you were pregnant? Uh, Sick. Sickness. Morning sickness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at work and all of a sudden I'm running to the bathroom going, what the heck? I don't think I have the flu. <laughs> so then she calls me. Hey, um, I, guess what? <laughs> wasn't very regular anyway, you know, yeah. with my period. Yeah. And, you know, you just, you think you use protection, but sometimes it just doesn't always work. Yeah. <laughs> So, so did that change your relationship just kind of instantly going to family versus like, you know, couples who have maybe a year or two before they start their family? For me, no, because no. I came from a big family. Mm-hmm. I'm very much family oriented. My brothers and sisters, if you talk to them, it's a little different because they're older. Mm-hmm. And I was important, kind of like a second generation in that family. So I had a lot of teachers and a lot of uh, parents, mm-hmm. <laughs> per, per se. Uh, your dad was Or at least them. bossy people. <laughs> well, you know, I used to have to eat dinner with your dad when he got home from work, <laughs> up on a chick table. <laughs> uh, but anyway, no, I was more family-oriented. So uh, the mm-hmm. family thing we already discussed ahead of time, mm-hmm. we wanted 
two to mm-hmm. begin with, and we ended up with three. And that's before we got married. Mm-hmm. We discussed and we said we wanted two kids. So right away or later, what difference did it make at, at that time? Right. We were we were ready for anything that came along. Were, were most people your age having kids very quickly? No, they weren't even no. married. They were no. all still in school. We were the first ones, yeah. and of all of our friends. So we would show up with a child in a you know baby seat, and mm-hmm. they would, "What are you doing?" You know? <laughs> but we brought them everywhere. You know, we didn't stay home. We went out. We went shopping. We did it. You know. Yep. Well, and we, but our parents, both sets of parents, loved to watch the kids. You know, obviously. So. Yeah, her parents never liked me after a while. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everyone accepted what happened. So yeah, it's it's so crazy today to even think that that would be a thing. Right. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. well, yeah. You're still talking 43 years ago. Right. So when you stop and think about that, is that time, how old Mike time, is? He'll be 44. Mike's 43, 44. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, back then you you were not looked at very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And like I said, most of my brothers mm-hmm. and sisters it could have happened to us. So uh, the action was always taking place. It's just you didn't get caught. You know? Right, right. <laughs> they were a lot smarter. I don't know. <laughs> or they just got married much sooner. <laughs> they just were better at it. I yeah. my mom was saying like they felt something was wrong because she wasn't pregnant for the first three months of their marriage. Wow. Like that's what, and she was 19. And then nine kids later. Right. (laughs) I guess something worked. Uh, They figured it out, I guess. In in what way is your guys' relationship similar or different than your parents? Mm, Ours totally different, I think. Yeah. We constantly hold and hug and and walk hand in hand, kiss, show emotion in front of the kids. Did your family do that? No. No. Well, our parents didn't. No. You know, if my dad said he loved my mom, I might have heard it once in well, I was there 19 years, so mm-hmm. that could be a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they never hugged, never seen him hug. Maybe once in a while I saw him holding hand, but I don't think that went off too much, mm-hmm. you know. Even when they were younger? Well, I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> they were in their yeah. 40s when I came along, right. so 19 years on that, they were up to close to yeah. 60, you know. And here we are at 65 and 65. And, mm-hmm. uh, how, how do you guys think you've decided to do that? What do you mean? Where'd you, yeah. yeah, where'd you learn that from? It just was natural with us. Yeah. Uh, it just really, happens, and we always know? said that. It's so um, natural just to be together and, you know. We'd walk downtown, we'd hold hands, or he'd put his arm around me. Uh, we'd go on the rocks over there by the beach and, you know, same thing. You know, we held hands, did whatever, <laughs> did whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, part of the problem. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you captured no. the <laughs> But I mean, we used to do, I don't, how do you, cute it little just things. Was, we was, just did things We didn't have together. a lot of money. We love know, doing things together. But we just we still always do. hung together. And, mm-hmm. You know, a bunch of my buddies, they go off and play golf or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they say, hey, you going with? And I said, no, I'm I'm busy. You know, and, and they go, well, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm just going over to see my girlfriend, you know. And they go, we're going to play golf. Okay, see. <laughs> you know, our priorities are different. You know? Yeah. So, right. It just worked out that way. So. I think the best true. thing for us was always the honesty. Mm-hmm. It was being straightforward mm-hmm. with yes. each other and open yes. and honest. Yes, yeah. you yeah. have to be. Uh, and we laughed a lot. Oh, my God. Always. <laughs> <laughs> you know, affection is, is a really big thing, especially for our nervous system. And I think that is why there's so much anxiety and depression. Because when, when you don't have that touch, you feel very disconnected in the world. It's the reason people that have dogs live longer. Because they have something to touch. Yeah. That's true. It's, it's a really Makes big sense. part of being bonded as a couple mm-hmm. that a lot of people get wrong. I mean, you know, people would say, well, 
like your brother would say, you know, what'd you get her? What'd you get her for Christmas or something? Nothing. I mean, we we didn't really at the beginning we kind of exchanged well, some a, small yeah. gifts. Mm-hmm. Marriage is to me, it's not a material thing. It's an emotional thing. It's it's not it's money from your heart. You right. Know, I can't buy her love, you know. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I showed it, mm-hmm. you know. And as I always said through our whole marriage, it's the little things that keep us together. It's the big mm-hmm. things. Right. We can handle any big thing. Mm-hmm. It's always the little things. If I can do get you coffee in the morning <laughs> or whatever it is, and every morning she gets coffee. Yes, I do. So, mm-hmm. Up to my bedroom. <laughs> well, I imagine it's all the little things that have helped you deal with the big things. Oh, Because you guys yeah. have had to deal with some challenges. A oh, few. Yeah. A few. Yes. <laughs> a couple. Getting pregnant before we got married. Yeah, that, that was That was the starter. So. <laughs> right. We knew we handled that so we could move on. That's right. <laughs> through life. Yes. What was it about the other person that you fell in love with? I think her smile. Yeah. I'd say your smile. You're ju- <laughs> you just, you just, you smiled more then. <laughs> Life's been cruel. <laughs> he's just so affectionate and, and loving, and I, I and I think he's always been that way. So, it still is. So, I think For that's a big part. thing. <laughs> I had my moments. True. <laughs> he's a zender. <laughs> there is that rule in there. She's learned what that meant. So, how long were you guys together by the time you had your third? Well, you got to take the one year of dating, if it was a year. Well, Annie came in 79. Well, they were three, two and a half years apart. So, so within four years, four four to five years. Yeah, five years. Mm -hmm. They were all not in school. Yeah. You know, two in diapers. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Actually, only the last two, because between Michael and And then Shell happened to come out of diapers like shortly after Annie came. So, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you did it. You mm-hmm. just, you did it. We, lived we had a in lot the of apartment. support, you know, a lot of parent support. Mm-hmm. We did see my brothers and sisters a lot more than we do now because everybody's gotten older and mm-hmm. went their own ways. But mm-hmm. we would go see my sister Kay or Mare and, and we'd always go out with Joe. We, your Your're dad out. would stop by, mm-hmm. your parents would stop by a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of them helped us out, you know, quite a bit. They were in between those years. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they all had examples to give us, you know. Right. And we we cherished those moments that they told us about, but we turned them into our moments. We didn't do anything that they did, Mm -hmm. you know, because you take your own opinion of something and you do it, you know. Right. But we always, uh, one thing we always do is we talk things out. You know, why are we doing this or Mm -hmm. should we move? Should we, you know, put the kids in So one of you doesn't make decisions and the other one follows. No. Never. And and that was not role modeled no. when you guys were growing no. up either. No. It was always the husband was mm-hmm. we're doing this, <laughs> and uh, no, we we didn't get into that. We we discussed almost everything, you know, mm-hmm. the houses we picked, the furniture, whatever, the material things. We just whatever you want, whatever you want. So then we'd go together and pick something out. You know? When we went shopping for our furniture <laughs> before we got married, we went up to Sears and. It was kind of cool because we're walking. Through, oh, look at that set. Oh, we like it. So we got it. I mean, we put stuff on layaway because we knew we were getting married. And this was even before we were pregnant. Mm-hmm. They had a big sale. So we put the furniture down in grandma and grandpa's basement. When we got, we got a bedroom set. We got a living room set. But I mean, as you walk through, it's like, oh, I like that. I like that. That would be good for kids, you know, growing up and stuff. It wasn't fancy, fluffy furniture. It was early American furniture. Mm-hmm. Many bumps and bruises with the kids. <laughs> but it was something we both kind of 
picked that. You know, we both liked it. So that was good. <laughs> yeah, that helps. Yeah, yeah. So how do you guys deal with conflict? <laughs> Depends upon the conflict. Uh, yeah. Like I said, if it's a major thing, we really work together. We've had a couple major ones over the years mm -hmm. uh, with one of them getting, well, two of them Pre got pregnant. One hit, got into uh, the drinking end of it. And those things are so traumatic that if you decide to do it on your own, it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And um, we would always take a step back and talk about it. And then we would call them in and say, okay, here's what's going on. We're having a family meeting. Mm -hmm. We had we family meetings. We want to know how far you want to go with this. And mm -hmm. we're here to help. Mm -hmm. When are Little things. Well, yeah. it rubs you the wrong way. You know, the dishes aren't done or whatever it is. Right. Those are those are stupid. Stupid. You argue, <laughs> but you know what? You go on. You just, all right. So you do it. You know, that's interesting. I think that's true. And, you know, when I was growing up, my dad obviously had a little bit of a temper. And what? <laughs> really? <laughs> well, it, it was always not, the rear view mirror never thing. Fell from the, far from the tree. <laughs> but, you know, when I told him I was pregnant, he, he was a rock star. Like, <laughs> that's where you think it's going to be the worst. Well, you're you know? afraid well, of telling them. Absolutely. You, you, you well, are afraid of that initial, here's what's going on. Because you never had a step up like that before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, it was always, hey, dad, I need some advice. You know, well, this is too late. You already <laughs> made yeah, a decision. Right. And uh, now you have to ask him, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you hope uh, for the best. Yeah. And I actually did step out of their, their shells once the shell shock took over. Mm -hmm. Is that how your kids approached you when they kind of were, were meeting their challenges? Most of the time, I don't think they've ever had a problem coming and talking to us. Mm. Well, you know, we've always sat down here. What, what's going on? Well, you and know. when we found out Annie was pregnant, well, you found out first. Mm -hmm. But uh, my mom had surgery that day, so I was at her house and uh, we decided to have a family meeting. And he told me what was happening. And it's like disbelief. It's like, that's not really hit. No, she's not pregnant. No, I mean, she's in high school. Okay. She's a senior in high school. And when you hear it, you just, I was just devastated. And I cried and cried. And we had our family meeting. And all, when I saw him after my mom had her surgery, I, all I did was hold him. I just, I, and I cried, you know, and. What were you devastated about? Like, what were some of the things you were thinking? Just that she had to go she, through it all by herself. Yeah. The boyfriend she had was, was not exactly one of the upstanding guys in the world. He actually was older, way older than what we knew. He lied. He lied to us about that. So once you're there, you, you know, tell your lies, you know, yeah. it's always a snow, snowball effect. It's mm -hmm. just going to get bigger and bigger. And once we kind of learned more, you know, we kind of knew she was going to be on her own. And how can we stop that mm -hmm. you know that was what we looked to mm -hmm. handle and that was the biggest part of the meeting was where are we going to go from here mm -hmm. but we we he called the kids we had a family meeting and we said you know we're meeting here at this time this is what we're going to do and then did they know already you know i don't Who's know that? the kids did they know mike Annie was Shelley. pregnant? mike didn't uh shell might have yeah uh, trying to think. and probably during the course of that day because she skipped school Mm. And they went to go get an abortion. abortion. And I got a call from the school. And that's how I found out that they mm -hmm. weren't there. And then that's when I started looking for her. Was she with her boyfriend? Yes. yes. Okay. Well, yeah, he was taking her. That was his she big was five months answer pregnant. to the problem. And so you guys intervened? No, actually, they were there and she was too far along. Yeah, oh. so they couldn't oh. do it. And uh, Well, I so, thought she was four months. But four? Okay. Yeah. Because she, she was hiding it pretty good because she didn't show. She mm -hmm. didn't eat. Um, she didn't want to show. Right. 
And uh, she was very nervous. Uh, obviously, I had the Zender temper like your dad, and yeah. they were afraid of me as far as that goes, mm-hmm. I, that they did something wrong and dad's just going right. to go crazy. And, and it was just the opposite. opposite, you know. Total opposite. You know, by the time the night was over, she felt very comfortable. We said, we'll she do anything. She was able to sit and talk and help whatever she wanted to do, right? Mm-hmm. We said, we'll do anything. We'll help in any way, shape, or form. Friends you know, they ours. said they were going to get married. We said, no, don't get married. Please just wait yeah. and see what happens, mm-hmm. you know. I had a hard time because I didn't, you know, they said, you're going to be a grandma. And I freaked out. I I wasn't ready. I was <laughs> not ready. For How old this. were you? 38? No, no, no younger. See. Wait. Kyle's 32. Okay, 22. Oh, 42. Yeah, 41, 42. Mm -hmm. Okay, I wasn't ready. I mean, that's not what you expect when you think you're going to become a grandma. You expect your kids, the normal, go get married and then have children, you know, come in this way. But even though I was pregnant, it it was different. Well, because I was older. I was out of school. She was still in school. So, Mm -hmm. and it bothered me. But to this day, best thing ever, you know. Well, a lot of of our friends said Mm -hmm. kick her out of the house. Mm. Wow. Make her get yeah. out on her own. That's pretty hard. Oh, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. But, but Especially we, at that age. But yes. they, yeah. but they all our friends were from that era that that's what you did. You didn't, you know, yeah. that was the answer. Right. right. And that's not the answer. Right. Because we've been through it. So mm-hmm. I think that helped mm-hmm. in the long run. Uh, we knew she had no one to talk to. This guy was, like I said, he was just a different type of person. Very selfish. We so, knew he was never going to mount to nothing. I mean, we helped her as much as we could financially, mm-hmm. watching, you know, watching the baby, dropping mm-hmm. him off at daycare. We did, you know, what we had to do. Yeah. He had meals on the table every day. You know, he was in a set routine and we did it, you know, but it, how long did she know she was pregnant before you guys found out? To four months. Yeah. For four months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Could you tell? No. 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 Because that's how my parents found out is because they could tell. I was miserable. Oh, no. And they're she, like, you are still miserable. What's wrong? I think she, she had was her still, high school. Not one of high school. No, graduation. She, didn't no graduation. she didn't get to the graduation no. party, but it was her birthday during July, I think. Nope. Was it her birthday? She party? was still in school because yeah. she still had a year to go. Well, when's Kyle's That's birthday? True. January. Uh, January. Uh, right after, right before your dad's. Seven? January 7th. Yeah. 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 Your so that over. would have been mm-hmm. the fall. Yeah, yeah, he come over and told Annie he's going to push him out on his birthday. So. Yeah, if you don't have this baby on the eighth, I'm going to come and sit on you. <laughs> That's nice. <a> typical. <laughs> nice. When we found out we were pregnant, and once the family found out with with Annie, uh, your dad and mom come over and they said, "Let's go for dinner." You know, he started giving us some examples of friends of his and their kids have are having the same type of problem, and we were okay. You know. We already handled it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, was he, already in control. What was he thinking you should do? Just to give us, no, he didn't give us what we should do. Okay. It's just support. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. don't worry. You got family. Right. You know, that type yeah. of stuff. Yeah. You know, it, it just was all. And it all worked he out. He just wanted us to know that they were there. Mm-hmm. If we had questions, answer, you know, they'd give some answers, but they didn't direct us at yeah. all. That no. was the best part of the whole thing. Yeah. They, they didn't handle, you know, Alec very well until he was about eight. So it was after I finished college. And, you know, when I was in college, they really didn't talk to me during that time. They kind of thought I was being irresponsible. And I was partying at college looking for a man. That's kind of what was in their mind, you know. (laughs) And then after college, I I finished my bachelor's and I didn't know what I was going to do. So I didn't know where I should live. And they let me live with them after eight years. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, And that's when he saw what my life was like. And he was like, I had no idea. And then him and Alec became very, very close. After they that. bonded very yeah. well. Yes. Well, and I think that's like why Kyle. they came over. Mm-hmm. So 
you know. Yeah, because I think Alec is 10 years older than Kyle. Alex, uh, somewhere in that group. Okay, yeah. 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 Kyle's so, 20. Yeah, he's 20. Yeah. So a little bit 20. of the experience mm-hmm. and, you know, if we had any questions or anything. But but see, he, he had that to fall back on. Right. You know, we appreciated that. We used you as an example. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't appreciate that. Not, not the first time. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. But it was the Zender way. Yep. <laughs> So your role was actually pretty unique, not just being grandparents then, but you guys kind of became you know, like surrogate parents as well. Well, she didn't have anybody, and we did fill in quite a bit. And even to the day, she still thinks she did it all on her own, which we're <laughs> thinking, that's fine. You know? <laughs> we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> as long as she got help and she was happy. Yeah. You know, she got to finish school. She got to do a few things. She went uh, to college. She graduated. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, to Kaya me, was I cried safe. my eyes out. When she graduated, I mean, just to get her associates, I cried. I thought that was the neatest thing. You know, mm-hmm. there's my daughter, you know, and, and, and you know, having Kyle there and everything. And it just, you, you, you're very proud and yeah. just, oh, you know. So. Hey, he became a big part of our life. Mm-hmm. You know, I got, we have other grandkids, but it's so hard to say that they're that close. It's just, it's hard to yeah. do that because yeah, uh, you don't see him every day. And here he was he there every day. For how I many helped years? him with homework. How many years did he live with you guys? 17, I think it was. Okay. About oh, 17 on and off. Okay. Because mm-hmm. she moved out a couple times. And came mm-hmm. Right. Maybe not 17, but close to it. Mm-hmm. And and even when she wasn't living there, he was probably over a lot. He, oh. We didn't get to see him as much as we'd like to when she got married to, to Tony. Tony. Mm-hmm. That was uh, rough. That was that very rough. That was a tough rough. year because he was kind of We would have him. Strange for the. I'd pick him up on a Friday <laughs> after work. I picked him up from school, and when we had to drive him home on Sunday, he would cry. He would say, Grandma, Grandpa, I don't want to go home. I don't want to go home. So, How old and was he, he at would the time? cry. That's the first, second grade, something like that. So, 97 to yeah. 5. Well, they were only, he was only eight, gone for a year. Eight, eight, eight yeah, he had to be and, eight years old, right? And he did not want to go home. Well, so, he knew So, there the were some bad things, yeah. Yeah. you know, happening there, and so... And we just wanted to take him and just, you know, keep him there with us. But we That's got to be really hard as parents to watch, mm-hmm. you know, your well, kid and grandkid go through that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. You know, and back to the temper thing, you know, when he showed his, mine came out of the closet. and <laughs> It wasn't a very pretty picture a couple of times, but. Yeah. Everything worked out for the best. Do you, so. do you think there's anything as parents you could have done to protect her or help her through well we were we were very lax with her with the boyfriend and when we seen we seen the color on the wall saying eh, maybe you shouldn't i asked her i said you know annie can we wait six months let's not get married put it off, I said, you know, put it off six and she months. was so excited no, to get married no. and everything was in her you know going good mm-hmm. and at that point no. you couldn't yeah. really do much no no, no. you could yeah. tell she was really just wanting that atmosphere you know mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> she wanted to move out and be happy you know and and he kind of like didn't. He was very childish and got more it childish. It was all about himself. And right. the worse, the closer it got, the worse he got. You mm-hmm. know, he wouldn't come to any of the uh, family showers or family things. And that was big for us, you know. Yeah, we invited. I mean, even for like the rehearsal dinner, he didn't invite his friends. To, I mean, and his parents didn't do anything. So mm-hmm. I made big, huge pans of lasagna and I said, You guys all come over, you know, and couple of them did, but it's like he he didn't know what to do because yeah. he's so nice. 
And he was a little homeschooled. So, and I think that has something to do with it. You know, yeah. you don't have those social skills mm -hmm. and how to deal with people. So, And when you're the person in it, you don't see it. You see the potential and Correct. not the reality. Correct. Right. Yeah. And, then, and she just thought she could mold mm -hmm. together with them, you know, yeah. and it just didn't happen. No. We were glad it ended before they had children. So that right. was a good oh, thing. Oh, yeah. yes. You yeah. know, if they would have had kids, then it would have really been tough. That would have been hard. Mm -hmm. Very hard. So at some point so. you had to kind of like stand back and, you know, be kind of hands off. I mean, well, maybe give some suggestions. You, basically but, mm -hmm. we were, even yeah. with Mike and, and Shell, our older ones, that we didn't ever step in where they were dating somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, we might not have liked them. But they had to make their own decisions, you know, mm -hmm. and that's one thing we let them make, because if we step in and they don't like you stepping in, then you, they fall away from you, too. And we didn't mm -hmm. want to lose them. So. And they say you have to let them fall. Yeah. Just be there to pick them up. Right. And we were all the time. So through all of it. Mm -hmm. so. It's interesting because I've been on the other end of that. You know, my mom got married. <laughs> right. And. Some people had opinions about that. And I just right. said to her, I said, you didn't tell us who to marry. We can't tell you who to marry. Well, you know, let's go that way. Exactly. He's not, not dad. Right. You know, right. Never will be. Right. You have your dad. He lives in your heart and that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. So how did all of these challenges, you know, with your kids and grandkids, how did that kind of shape your relationship together? I think it got shaped right from the get-go because we had to talk. We had to discuss what was going on, and we had to listen to the other customer, uh, person. Customer? You know, I'm his customer now. Sheesh. Well, that's what happened. <laughs> Who's going to pay who? <laughs> I've been paid. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Put it on my tab. <laughs> if she collects, I'm in trouble. Uh, no, but we've always had to talk to one another and listen to one another. And, and both opinions count. You know, it's not like, okay, it's this way, period. No. It just never worked. So I think over the years, the more challenges we got, those really got stronger because we accepted one another's opinion right from the get-go. So, and I think the crazy, th the crazy thing is, you know, you can he can get kind of upset and, you know, the temper and stuff would fly and stuff. But when we had these big challenges... He's so level-headed; it just blows your mind, you know. Don't tell I mean, people that. <laughs> it's it's so true, though. But and, and I don't know where that comes from. But Ooh. then it it's there. So he I doesn't mean, lose his temper with the real stuff. No, mm. not at all. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> but then we can see the good thing is then we can sit and talk about it together, mm -hmm. you know. And what's best? What about this? What about that? <laughs> and, and you think things out more. Well, we don't want to try to make together. rational decisions very quickly. Yeah. You know, we kind of figure right. them out first. Mm -hmm. But that's the way we do it. Right. So all during this time, you said that you stayed home for 10 years, right, with the kids? Six years. Oh, six years. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then how did you guys transition that, you know, into, I think you, you went back into the workforce, right? And Yeah, I went, I went back to a grocery, I went to a grocery store and mm -hmm. I worked part-time. I worked evening hours, like from five to nine, a couple of days a week and on Saturday afternoons. And we just decided, well, we need a little bit more money because, mm -hmm. you know, things, the kids need school uh, supplies and clothes and everything. So this would be a good part-time income, mm -hmm. you know. So then when you when you guys started taking care of Kyle, you know, how did that impact, you know, how your careers were going at that at that point? And how did you navigate that? 
It just seemed to formulate because he had to go to school. He was in school age. He was in preschool, yeah. And he was it was, was working, so she made sure she was home and worked those hours when he was in school. And we filled in some of the time frames through the jobs. I worked not very far from home, so that helped. I was home a little earlier, so. And my job, I, I'm, I was flexible because I was salary. So if I had to leave early to get him or if he was sick from school, I went and got him. It was easy to do because your your salary. She was back full time at the time. Right. When we had Kyle. Which they had that did Kyle, start an Kyle. impact, but that <laughs> no. helped out. I mean, life is normal. You know, I mean, it went through normally, you know. How much how much alone time would you guys get? Would you, you know, get babysitters and go out on dates? Did you No, we never did that. Uh, we got the parents to watch mm-hmm. the kids when, like for anniversaries. Mm-hmm. Anniversaries are special. Yeah. We will we sat home one year <laughs> when we bought the house on Birchwood. Mm-hmm. But we said never again. We go out and we make a point of it and we go someplace nice every year anniversary, no matter what day of the week it falls on, that's our day. Is this the original wedding date? Or yes. the oh, push no. up wedding oh, no. day. This is the real no, one. The real one. <laughs> Not the fake one we no. tried to pull up. Right. No. Okay. <laughs> we don't but even no. think about that one. You know, that that's one thing we've always done. And like I said, we make it special. We mm-hmm. used to do some cool things when we were younger, you know, but we don't do those anymore. <laughs> so during a regular week, how much time would you guys get to spend, just the two of you? When though? When the kids were younger? Yeah, throughout, throughout uh, all of it. When they got to bed and they yeah. were quiet. And, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, sit on the couch and cuddle. They, we always gave the kids their time uh, mm-hmm. with us. We mm-hmm. never, you know, go go to bed or go to your room and mm-hmm. stuff like that. We made sure it was still a family situation, whether we watched some TV or we played a game or whatever mm-hmm. it was. When it came bedtime, well, then we were pretty, you're in bed. Yeah. That's it, you know. And you guys would go to Shotgun Eddie's? Uh, well, <laughs> we did get a couple vacations in there. And I was very impressed how she went with me on those. But Is that not your thing? Is it whitewater oh, no, rafting, okay. right? Whitewater yeah. rafting. Right. Yeah. Well, Wisconsin's version. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Went halfway down the one rapids underneath the boat. But hey, I saw my life flash behind in front of me. You know, you see your kids and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It was freaky. Yeah. That, uh, after that, I still went down. But. You didn't okay. enjoy it as much. Yeah. <laughs> I held on to that boat. <laughs> Did you guys travel as a family much? Did oh, yeah. you go on vacation? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, oh, we were to, just talking about that. <laughs> we took the kids to a lot of places that uh, the kids tell us they're very happy they did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some of the ones we borrowed your brother's pop up many mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. and we went to Mount Rushmore. Oh, that and was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. We did a lot of Wisconsin camping trips and went to Washington. Washington we did a few DC. other things. We went to Niagara Falls. Uh, Niagara Falls. We went to Statue of Liberty, New York. We have the towers in the background and some of our pictures, you know. So it's kind of cool. And and they talk about these vacations all the time. Yeah. They talk about our houseboat trips. They want to plan more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. heard about that already. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was Those one thing that fun. always impressed me about your guys' family. You guys were so much closer than... My family ever was. You know? Your family's well, they, big, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know? they, they took us in a po- in the little pop-up thing. Well, was that the one in the back of a truck? That's not a pop-up. That's no. a, oh, he had the tra- the yeah. pickup Little version. cabin, yeah. yeah. Seven kids. Mm-hmm. And we went to California and back. Wow. And we did the Mount Rushmore. I was six years old. Eddie was like 18 months old. Oh, wow. Jeff was 10. 
They left us in the parking lot <laughs> at whatever the gambling place is in Las Vegas, and they went and gambled, and they left us seven of us out in the parking lot between 10 and 18. Yeah. Well, the door is probably yeah. locked, you know. Yeah. And there's food in there. Well, yeah. there were seven they of them, so they're pretty safe. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who'd want to walk in on that? <laughs> I used to babysit them, and I'd never do that again. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how they found babysitters, because that's one thing they talked about is they did go out regularly. I watched the boys when they were... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeff, Dan and Judy, you know, oh. Judy was like, you know, wanted to be away from those two because those guys were animals, you know. Well, if that was before I was born, because I'm the fourth. Right. I think yeah. I, mean, I got, I think Dan I got had to be too. like less than two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Jeff was Jeff <laughs> wow. was there. He was the oldest and he, you know, he would tell everybody what to do for me, of so, course. which he He's hasn't changed. any. Does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I watched you guys a lot. I watched Aunt Mary's kids a lot. Who else? Kays. Lubets. Yeah, and Lubets. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Which really prepared you for your I life. I think that yeah. probably yeah. did. You know, yeah. I, I agree. Definitely. Because to watch one kid is something, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it was multiple. They get three or four in there. Yeah, yeah, and your family so. is special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. a training ground Ooh. there. <laughs> uh, you're yeah. welcome again. You notice, <laughs> you notice I'm lacking in hair. So. <laughs> Everybody else in the family has hair. You can run understand. like a babysitting training boot <laughs> right, camp yeah, or there something. You go. Right? Yes. I wasn't exactly the nicest guy at that. I, here's the way you do it. And, you know, I was like my dad. You know, Here's what we're going to do. They didn't listen. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so you've had other grandkids you helped raise. Yes, we did. We raised Nick and Megan when Michelle became an alcoholic, when we discovered she was an alcoholic. And they were going to take the kids away because DCFS got involved in all of this. Somehow she would be going to court for these tickets and stuff. And I was in the one courtroom the one day and the judge goes, well, who are you? And I says, I'm the grandma. And they go, well, you can't have the kids. You're, you're, you're you don't not, have any rights. You have no rights yeah. until you become a foster parent. Wow. So, so we said, well, that's what we got to do. Did you have to go through a whole process? Oh, yeah. Yes. What was that like? Background checks, fingerprinting. Uh, you had a, a you had a lot of the house work. had to be searched mm-hmm. and, then, um, and then different things checks. had to be done. We were fingerprinted, yeah. you know. How long was that process? Took about a months. three months, yeah. I'd say. Uh-huh. Then we got uh, licensed. And they weren't very friendly at the beginning, no. but the more and more they knew us and how things were going on, they didn't mind us at all you know, because they because, have to do with their thing. Right. You know? We weren't evil. Mm-hmm. We were the grandparents. We know how to take care of the kids. And, you know, they ask questions. How were the kids raised? Uh, do you take them to church on Sunday? And we did, you know, be, and uh, other, you know, like, is there a gun in the house? Like, no. And then uh, different things they asked us. And we had to fill out these questionnaires. Like mm-hmm. She would come every two or three months. The lady they would come and ask us all these questions. Inspection, you know? thing like yes. that. Yeah. It, yeah. After you had them. Yes. After, and then yeah. I, there, it was my resp- our responsibility to take them to the doctor every six months, take them here every six months, take them there, you know. Well, that is foster parents. We had to do. We, yeah. You know, there was a booklet so, you had to follow, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, what, what got us was the parents don't have to do it, but we did. Right. You know. Right. Just, wow. I mean, you know, it's amazing. Isn't so, it? yeah, that was the funny part of the whole thing. You know, and you know, sometimes I'd have to make these appointments. That. That was kind of hard at that point, the one year, because I was still juggle working. The I had to juggle my job. Yeah, even though I was salary, I still it was a little tougher because I couldn't do this all the time. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, you know, here and there is fine. But, but you also lost your job there too. Luckily, yes, 
I lost my job for a year. And that turned out to be a blessing in disguise because I was able to take them here, there. You had more time then. Exactly, to devote to them. But they were in a structured life. They had breakfast and and they went to school or lunch. They had wherever. But they came home and we had dinner. We sat down at the kitchen table. We picked them up. They didn't sit in front of the TV. Right. We played games. We did things with, and they had a structured life. And the funny thing is, whenever Megan comes over now, her room was Annie's old bedroom, and there's a there's hooks in there for coats and stuff. Mm-hmm. She run, first thing she does every time runs upstairs and puts her coat on those hooks. That's her room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's her room. <laughs> that's the structure. Yeah. How long did you guys have custody of them? Almost two and a half years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So well, was Kyle in the house at the same time? Did you have all uh, actually no 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 he was already living with uh, Dave or. Uh, well, he was by Dave for a while, and then... Yeah. Man, I'm trying to think. No, I don't think he was. Megan was four. She's 10, six years ago. No, so they he were was, he was kind of they were in with and Brian. out. Yeah, they were living with Brian. They were living with Brian? Okay. Yeah. At that time? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you guys still licensed foster parents? No, no we, didn't we just it gave it up a couple of years Did ago. You? Yeah. yeah. We didn't, they kept asking us for watching. Yeah. If we, we want to, and them. we kept doing it for a couple of years after, just in case, you know? Right. I mean, probably to get licensed. Well, now they told us nothing. to stay with it, stay licensed for two more years, at least two years. Uh-huh. Okay, in case she just realized. in case. Exactly. And when so. the two year came up, we talked to her because she was staying in contact. She really ended up liking us. She would come yeah. over after the kids were gone. <laughs> How you guys doing? You yeah. know, blah, blah, blah. And we it was made good relationships with him. This is the DCFS worker you're yeah. talking yes. about? Okay. Yeah. And the, well, the cool <clears throat> thing is it wasn't an ugly situation. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, well, thank God it wasn't drugs or anything or, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it was alcohol, but I mean, it was, uh, how, how do you put it? Cause some situations are really ugly in the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how sure. these people get away with it, but I mean, our house was inspected. Like we said, it was inspected. It was clean. It had to be clean. Well, right. it was, but well, when the kids first moved in, we only had one room set up, <clears throat> and oh, yeah. they had to sleep in a twin or a full bed, <clears throat> and they said that can't happen. Mm-hmm. Right? They need their own rooms. It was yes. a boy and yeah. a girl, yes. and we understand. We said right. we understand that, but, we but they that. saw what we were doing. We were fixing up the second bedroom. We says they are moving into there within the week. Mm-hmm. Please come back. You know, mm-hmm. we weren't hiding anything. Just yeah. please come back. You'll see they're there, and they each got their own room. You know, right. there was again. It comes down to structure and it's how we raised our other kids. That these guys had to follow the same rules. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was big for rules. That was the way it was. You know, if you don't like it, then you're out of luck because these are going to stay. These are the rules. <laughs> these right. are the rules. <laughs> and, They're wonderful. Uh, and actually, we never had any problems. You know, they mm-hmm. they really were good kids. Their schoolwork came up. They went to different schools. You know, again. Well, uh, she they, was in preschool, so she had to go mm-hmm. one way. And then Nick, he was in, you know, the other school, mm-hmm. Crystal Lake. And, and actually, then he went to Huntley Schools when mm-hmm. he lived with us full time for that year. So, Did you guys have any say in if they went back? Uh, they did ask yes. us how, mm-hmm. how we feel. St. Bionette was our daughter. Mm-hmm. I think if it was uh, another person, we probably wouldn't have had a say so. Okay. Because mm-hmm. we wouldn't have no reaction right. or right. interaction. Right. So it was easier for us to see what was going on and how a progress was developing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we did hold them back maybe a month more, mm-hmm. once in a while, mm-hmm. towards the end. And we says, she's advancing, but can you put it off one more month? You know, mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it worked out. Yeah. Okay. And then I started my full-time job. Right, right after. Right, right after. after. It was amazing. Yeah. 
So she had to go through quite a bit to prove to oh, yes. be a fit mother again. Yes. Well, yeah, she got the visits every month or two months, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, Did she always make her visits? Oh, yeah. Oh, they would go to her. Oh, this yeah. is the DCFS people. <clears throat> yeah. when, yes. when you guys had the kids, did she get to visit? She got the visit. Yes. The first few times was there at a DCFS site where we'd have to bring the kids mm-hmm. and she had yeah. to be, it was a like supervised, supervised, yeah, supervised that's what I was visit. Yeah. Yes. It was a supervised visit that they didn't want to come to our house and do, they wanted to do it on their terms. Mm-hmm. And so we had to meet and that went slow. The kids didn't understand why uh, they, they couldn't, couldn't go, go home. back. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, then she got to have them at our house with us in the rooms and the kids didn't really like that, but we had to be in the room with them. We couldn't mm-hmm. leave her alone. And we stuck with those rules. So mm-hmm. that's she, what they had to do. And she was living at the uh, the homes where the recovery homes. Mm-hmm. The 60 so day she, or 90 day. No, house. not those. The, the other halfway, ones. Halfway houses. The halfway houses. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah she was right. living there. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then she had to finish that there. And then she had to go get a place and she started renting the townhouse. Mm-hmm. So. Where she is now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. Do you find your relationship with, so now it's three grandkids that you guys kind of were were Correct. kind of surrogate parents to. Mm-hmm. Do you find that your relationship with them is different, or it's totally different than yes. the other than three? The other. But it's not as close as what Kyle was because right. this was more. We were there for help mm-hmm. and and to form a structure because they didn't have one. What um, with the kids? With Nick and Megan. Thing is, we were disciplinarians. Right. We had to be the disciplinarians. Oh, I was and called a, no fun grandpa for a long time. No fun grandpa. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> I'm going to get a T-shirt made for you. On that. that's, that's a good one. I that's like a that. really good one. <laughs> but I mean, it, it was hard because you're supposed to be the grandparent, but yet you have you to. couldn't spoil them, and right. they didn't you know. have that structure inside of them. To know that rules are appropriate. Rules are rules. Right. You know, you have to yes. follow them. You know, yes. yeah. Mike, for many reasons, that's our son. He, for many reasons, years, I don't like rules. I don't like rules. I don't. Now he's got rules. <laughs> and I always laugh when I go over there. He's, he's oh, got rules. you got a rule. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I see. It's how funny. things change. I see how this works. We always said he's always questioning rules. He should be a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> he is fun. <laughs> so what does your partner do that you know they love you? She says it all the time. <laughs> I mean, that's the basic thing. She she never is afraid to say it. Mainly, I think when we hold hands, it's just that electrical connection. It just works. Oh, I mean, I hug you and mm-hmm. you hug me back. And he, he does so many things for me because my knees are shot. And I mean, for maybe 38 years, you know, I took care of the house, the kids. And and those other years. That's your job. <laughs> this is where you I'm not counting it. that. <laughs> no. But it was that but many. Say it, no. Wow. But I mean, now, because my knees are shot, you, you do the laundry and, you well, know. I do the stairs. Just, yeah. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> Laundry's downstairs. But I mean, it's hot. And, I mean, he brings me up. I mean, you, God, you've been bringing me coffee for years. Yeah. You know, every morning he Ever brings me a cup of coffee up to the bedroom. Yeah. Even when he's mad at you? Yep. Even when he's mad at me. That's the hardest one, isn't it? We have to do that to each other. Yeah, it's tough. We're not giving it up. No. It's really Here's tough. your coffee. You're no. getting more cream at this time. 
I knew he was pissed. <laughs> I, I really didn't want to let her know that. <laughs> Today it's more bitter, like you. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> no. Or weak. Make <laughs> tears in my eyes. No, I mean it just. I I think our hugging kissing and saying I love you. I mean, we say it more than once a day, you know, never leave the house without a hug and a kiss and saying I love you, whether you go into the store, work, whatever, it's always there. Or and when we're just, arguing. Even when we're arguing, mm-hmm. it's there. Might not be at full strength, but it's there. <laughs> you know it. There's because, a little form. You know? <laughs> She's saying it with a fist. Just so you. all you know. <laughs> no, I love them with all my heart. I tell her that all the time. I, says, I know you think I'm mad at you, <laughs> but I still love you. <laughs> so then, you know, in bed, the feet come and they got to touch, you know. Yeah. So you got to have that touch. You got to oh. touch. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got to Breaking the ice with the yeah. toes. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's how she Starts. got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Those toes. It's yeah. always That's the toes. <laughs> so, what advice would you guys give couples? kind of going through some of the challenges you guys have gone through. I mean, there's been multiple, right? Well, the question always comes up to us for some reason. I don't know why. Basically, always just be honest and, uh, you know, be happy. But if you're in a bad situation, just remember that's the one that you're going through life with and you have to correct that bad situation as quickly as possible. So, And we made a commitment. Mm-hmm. And I think people today, they don't take that commitment seriously. I mean, I made a commitment to love him, you know, for all the days of my life. In good times, Anne? In bad. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you got to be truthful. You got to be honest. You, you cannot pretend to be somebody else or to say something else that you are not. You have to be upfront and honest with everything in your relationship. And Otherwise, it's not going to work. And don't dominate one another. You know, no. it's not my way. It's not your way. You know, it's our way. If you're in front of the kids, pull yourselves away. Discuss something before mm-hmm. you're in front of them because you want to put mm-hmm. on a united front. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you have that's, to. That's really big. Yeah. It People is. putting their kids in between each other. Yeah, we've never done that. Never. No. Never. Mm-mm. Well, Uncle John and Debbie, thank you very much for being on Couple Synergy. We really appreciate you guys being our guests today. You know, for thousands of years, people have been sharing stories to bond and heal and grow. And we hope that by you guys sharing your story, it's enriched your lives and the lives of our listeners. I hope so, too. I hope so. For all you listening, if you have any questions or topic suggestions, again, please feel free to leave a comment or look us up online at couplesynergy.com. Until next time, synergize your life, synergize your love. You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Kedkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Kedkodian, along with Organizational Director Calvin Javier and Marketing Coordinator Bridget Reese. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez.